Mark 5, 35 to 43, says, while Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. They said, your, your daughter is dead. They said, why bother the teacher anymore? Overhearing what they said, Jesus told him, being Jairus, don't be afraid. Just believe. Everyone say, don't be. Everyone say, just. He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jairus, Jesus saw a commotion. He saw drama with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, why all this commotion and wailing? The child is not dead, (laughs) but asleep. But they laughed at him. They laughed at Jesus. They laughed at him. After he put them out, because they were laughing at him, he put them out. And that word out wasn't a nice, friendly out. It was a strong, very clear instruction. Get out. Jesus is nice, but Jesus has authority and He won't allow what's not invited to dwell where He's going. And He won't allow, if He is occupying your heart and your mind today, if you will fill your heart and your mind with Christ today, every unwanted and uninvited drama, commotion, voice that is stirring and pressuring you and pushing you around, He will tell it to get out. And we say today in Jesus' Name, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. He's nice, but He's strong. And so He said, get out. And then He took the child's father, mother, and the disciples who were with Him, and He went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, I say to you, get up. And then three days later, the girl, I'm sorry, I misread that. One hour later, the girls, I'm sorry, misread it again. Immediately, 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 right when He said it, it happened. Right when He said it, right when He said it, right when He said it, right when He said it. The Word of God happens right when He said it. It, it, never returns void. When Jesus says it, it's done. Immediately, immediately, the girl stood up, began to walk around. She was 12 years old. At this, they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this. And then come on, who loves Jesus? He said, this girl has been sleeping. She looks hungry. Get her some food. I love this guy. The first thing he wants to do with this girl and all this commotion and this father and mother that are so distraught, he wants to eat. He says, hey, 
Just go been fasting or something, get us some food. I want to take you to Matthew 14, 28 to 32 as well. It says, Peter is walking on the water with Christ. And at verse 28, he says, Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sing, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately. When? It wasn't two days later. It was immediately. Immediately, Jesus reached out, caught him. And then said to him, you have little faith. Why did you doubt, Peter? Look at me, I got you immediately. And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshiped him saying, truly, you are the son of God. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for your great, great presence here today. Oh Lord, we thank You that You are doing things that no man could orchestrate. And Lord, we thank You, Father, You would speak through us today. Lord, speak through Your Word today. Lord, we thank You that You have the words for us today and that You have the guidance that we need today and that You are the light and the life that we need today. In Jesus' Name, they all said, Amen. Thank the band. Band, you're incredible. Wow. Love you. You may all leave, you may all leave. And thank you, Jesus, that I'm going to preach so efficiently right now. So efficiently. I want to I tell you about this story about Peter uh, and Jairus. Two different stories, two different people. Peter and Jairus. And Peter is in a situation where he's learning to uh, walk on water, which is not a normal thing to do, but he's learning how to do it. And then Jairus is in a, a different situation where his daughter has been pronounced dead. Uh, Two different, very different scenarios, but actually Jesus gives them the same lesson. Same lesson. Teaches them the same thing about faith for your daily life, for your everyday. Jesus teaches them the same thing, but two different situations. And the thing about life is that everything is competing for your attention. Did you know that? Everything. I, I watched this show with Jess and the other night, we watched The Social Dilemma. Has anyone seen that? Have you seen that? Come on, yeah, get woke, all right. So, so The Social Dilemma, what an incredible show on Netflix. Uh, and it to- talks about how social platforms, their goal is your attention. And what they sell to advertisers is your attention. Uh, when the product is free, it means that you are the product because they're going to use you to sell. I mean, this is crazy stuff, right? We're all like, sure, what is that about? They, they will take your attention because they want your attention. And so social media platforms are designed to keep your attention. So the way you scroll, the way you click, everything you do, it's, it's, it's designed to get and keep your attention. So much of life is shaped by your attention what you are focused on. I mean, what you are focused on, you become more aware of. You buy a pair of shoes, you've never seen them before, suddenly because you bought that pair of shoes, you see that pair of shoes everywhere. You buy a red car, you haven't seen any red cars, you thought you were unique. And then you drive out from the garage and there is red cars everywhere because what you focus on, you become more aware of. What you focus on becomes clear. 
What you focus on grows. What you focus on, you connect with. And for every connection, there's a transaction. For every connection, there is a deposit. Whatever you spend time in, you are gonna get something from. Wherever you position your life, what you focus on, what you give attention to, there will be a transaction. So wherever I am living in that place, I am getting something. I am receiving something from that thing. It could be good, it could be bad, but focus, focus, focus is the key. Jesus is teaching Peter and Jairus about faith, but more specifically about focus. Because faith travels through focus. Your faith is built on your focus. What are you paying attention to today? What is filling your mind today? What is filling your heart today? Whatever you are focused on, it is shaping the way you think. It is shaping the way you respond to life. You know, like some people you hang out with and you feel good after? Some people you hang out with and you feel bad after? I pray that at a civil location, every time you spend time with us, you feel great. You feel full of joy. You feel encouraged. You feel like you've got this. And that's what it's like with Jesus. When you spend time with Jesus, you don't walk away feeling flat, feeling depressed, feeling down, feeling like life sucks. That's not God. That is not God. Listen, that is not God. The atmosphere and the climate of who Jesus is, is life, is joy, is peace, is patience, is kindness. You cannot leave the presence of Christ and not be built up and full of life and full of faith. So faith for daily living is less about trying to get faith and it's more about taking a hold of my focus. It's more about my attention. Because if I spend time thinking and focusing on Jesus, I will get an exchange from Him. I will get faith from Him. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, the Word of Christ. And so when I tune into Him, I receive life. I receive faith. And so Jesus says this line, to Jairus. He says, don't be afraid, just believe. And then he says this line to Peter, you of little faith. I don't think when he was talking to Peter that he was saying, your faith is sucky. <laughs> your faith is so weak, Peter. Oh, you're so annoying. I don't think that's what he was saying. I don't think he was. I, I, think, I think Jesus was saying, hey, Peter, like, okay, because Peter got out of the boat. Come on, people. That, that's big faith. Don't act like you'd get out of the boat in a second. Don't act like that. Yeah, well, if I was back in the Bible, I would have got out of the boat before Peter. Shut up, okay. Because see, it took a lot of faith to get out of the boat. So I don't think Jesus was saying, you have little faith. Ugh. And also that would be contradictory to the other truth that Christ says that a mustard seed size faith can move a mountain. So I don't think he was talking about, oh, Peter, you, your faith sucks. I, I think he was saying, 
little faith, little duration, focus. Because it tells us that when Peter was looking at Jesus, he was walking on the water. He was doing the impossible. When he was looking at Jesus, his life was infused with faith. He was doing things that don't make sense, doing things that shouldn't work, doing things that aren't fair to, to the human condition and ability. As soon as his eyes went off Jesus, then he started to drown. It was never because his faith weakened, it was because his focus went off Jesus. Woo! So, so Jesus says to Jairus, don't be afraid. He didn't say, don't feel afraid. He said, don't be afraid. Because the feeling is not wrong. It's the action that goes with the feeling. So to feel afraid is okay. You ever felt afraid? Oh, you're gonna leave me up here by myself. You ever felt afraid? It's okay to feel afraid. In fact, being afraid is actually a good sign. Being a little nervous, being a bit scared, it's okay. But it's what you act on that makes you become. So don't be afraid means don't act on the feeling of fear, Jairus. I know you're afraid, but don't act on it. Just believe. Focus your attention on believing. Uh, I think in Christendom, we think it's about our faith. It's about our faith. But what I want you to catch today is it's not actually about your faith. It is about your faith. But it's actually about the object of your faith. This is not self-help, positive thinking. You know, working your way up into a sweat, Tony Robbins, you can do it. I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. I can do it, I know I can, I know I can, I know I can. That's not what we're talking about here today. Christianity is not about the strength of your faith. Christianity is about the object of your faith. Jesus is the object of our faith. So Jairus, just believe in me, cause I got this. That dead girl, she ain't dead, she's sleeping. She's sleeping, she's sleeping. Because the reality of heaven is what we need on earth. We need kingdom to come. We need the kingdom of God to be present among us. How do you get the kingdom? By looking to the King. Close your eyes, bow your heads. Looking to the King. You need faith today? Do you need faith today? Do you have some bills that are overwhelming today? Do you have some scenarios that are really difficult today? Do you have some relational challenges that are really struggling today? Uh, do you have some good things that are happening today in your world? Do you have some opportunities? Do you have some vision in your world? You, you've got vision for new things, for your business, for your family, for your future. Do you have things that you are seeing for the future? Do you, do you need faith today for that? The key to your faith is the object of your faith, Jesus. And if you will look to Him today, you will find your faith is encouraged. Your faith is established. Your faith is secure. 
when you put your eyes on him.